paid good money to see this movie. When they go out to a theater, they want cold sodas, hot popcorn, and no monsters in the projection booth. Everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. Turn it off. Turn it off. when you take everything from him. Do you really believe that he's immortal? No, he just refuses to die. How many mines did we bury here? All of them. You? And you? about who is the strongest. This is about not giving up. We have a word for that in Finland. We might have a problem. Hey folks, welcome to a special episode of The Projection Booth. I'm your host, Mike White. On this episode, I'm talking with Yalmari Halander, all about his new film, Sisu, which is playing theatrically here in the U.S. starting on April 28th, 2023. Mr. Halander is the director of such films as Rare Exports and Big Game. Sisu is his latest movie, and it is quite a ride. Hope you enjoy this interview, and definitely check out Sisu when you can. How did you even get involved with filmmaking? One of the reasons is behind me, First Blood. Of course, E.T. and Jaws, and I'm in a lucky position in a way because I knew it very early on that I want to make films, like something when I was 10 or something. And what makes me lucky with that is that I'm actually doing it. And I am also having the luxury of paying to do so that I don't have to do anything else. 
From what I understand, you've been working on TV for the last few years. What have those projects been like? Uh, some of them really bad, but I made one uh, nice comedy series, which is something I really enjoyed of doing, even though it's totally different than what my films are. But you have to do something to get money because I had a really rough time at the big game trying to figure out what that's going to be next. How did Sisu come about? I wrote six years for this one sci-fi film, which was supposed to shoot when the pandemic came and everything fell apart. And it has been so long since I've done a film. So I, of course, was really fucking angry. And I had this idea of Sisu like a couple of years before, but then I got into this place of anger and almost like jealous kind of feeling of all my colleagues and all that, that I thought I'm now I'm going to write something fucking amazing, something that no one has seen before in a way. And I basically needed to be on that mindset to be able to write this. And I wrote it in two months and everywhere we sent the script with the producer, Petri, the answer came latest in 24 hours and it all, it was always, yes, it was really quick to raise the money for this film and it's been so good process of, and I hope every film would be like this. So you don't have to develop something for that many years or because it's not always a good thing just to maintain the image you had when you like wrote the script and used that energy to, and being in the shootings right after that and just write it. I love it. Have you ever had a project go that smoothly before? Nope, not even close. I was very surprised when I watched the movie the first time that it was in English. Why the decision to have most of it in English? That helped for the quick finance. And because I live in Finland, we have something like 5 million people living in Finland. If I would do a totally Finnish language film, it would be almost impossible to have that kind of budget to do an action film. So my choice was not to speak at all. And and Nazis were talking English like they do in some other films also. I don't basically give give a shit about they just have to talk something different than art with us. Can you tell me a little bit about the locations? Because I love just how stark the world is that your characters live in and this. It was very clear to me in the beginning that I need to be somewhere really open landscape like that there's that you can see the emptiness and you can see the loneliness you can see the hopelessness of being in in a very difficult place and you don't have police you can call to or <laughs> you are in a place where you actually have to that and there are no rules you have to do what you do to survive and and Nuargam was a place like that I've never been there myself, but it's not the spot in Finland you can actually get. So it was a really difficult place, but really beautiful place. And it really gave a lot of energy. And I think it's a really important part of the film, the whole place where we are. And then the actors bring so much to it. Can you tell me about your lead actor, especially? I've worked with Jorma, of course, before in all my films, also 
he's been involved in my short films before my feature films and uh, and uh, he was the first person I called when I had the idea of Sisu because I never couldn't imagine anyone else doing it than him because he has that kind of in his presence or charisma or in his face or somewhere that you can just shoot him and and he looks interesting and it's not that common to have an actor without a dialogue and and still maintain like all the stuff because he's basically carrying the whole film in his shoulders and he does it so well like one of my favorite moments was when i was behind the monitor seeing him finding the gold vein in the hole where what he has been digging like how good is that performance it's like a force of nature well i can really see you going to your rambo roots in this this whole idea of this guy's just trying to get from one place to another and people mess with him and then he messes back i love stories of you're fucking with the wrong dude kind of ideas it's somehow really satisfying I remember this scene from The Witness where Harrison Ford is sitting with all the Amish dudes in there and then these people come to mess with one, but they don't know that there's this one guy who doesn't have the rules than the rest of us. <laughs> and there's something really satisfying of that kind of situation. One of the key elements of, of writing Caesar was because I don't have a hundred million dollar budget. I knew that I had to be inventive in a ways that I can because it's not just about Artami fighting Nazis. It's about how he does. That's the important thing. If I would just have a normal fight, this film wouldn't be as famous as it is now. That's the key thing, I think. To keep the audience surprised, surprising themselves. Okay, what the fuck is it going to do now? And I'm pretty sure no one can tell what he's going to do next. And that's what I think it's really entertaining. Can you tell me about that airplane crash that happens in the film? We actually have the hull of the plane, which actually has been involved with the D-Day Normandy. And we found it from the yard of the museum and we brought that to the studio and we used a lot of it. Of course, we didn't drop it to the swamp where the explosion happens, but what we did do is the SFX team was like, I don't remember how many days, but it was something like three days. They were digging dynamite inside to the swamp to make that huge explosion. We added the CGI plane hitting that ground. The look of the dirt and just all of the debris in the air looked so good. It was so well done. Yeah. It's just something you can't do with CGI because I love real explosions and real stunts because what's interesting is that you can't expect everything what's going to happen. Like you're going to see something and just like, that's happened. Has the film already been out in Finland and in Europe? Being in Finland, it opened on January in Finland, but it's not been released anywhere else yet. So I think it's all the other Nordic countries are this week, I think, and US is next week. It's very thrilled to see the trailer for it on the front of John Wick 4. That was great. I saw it too when I went to see it, John. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate this. Thank you.
Keep up the great work. Thank you again. I'll try. Suomalaisen suurin riesa on sisu. Se laittaa tunteet urnaan nukkumaan. Ne ja purkautuu. Saveksi turmelee, sen sydeksi palauttaa ennalleen. Joten kyllä minä korjaan mitä teen. Suomalaisen suurin riesan sisu. Se laittaa tunteet, kun on nukkumaan. Ne ja purkautuu. Laulaan tai yönä, kun kello neljä Piste on, travelitariterin asteikon turhauttaa, kun kaikki potkii päätä. Nää vain sinistä ja punaista, mä mäkin jotta kuta, jota en muista. Työ miehen nyrkkiälleen ja pyllistän, skolioosini kuitenkin ryhdistän. Sitten kulje läpi, jos kivi on liian iso!